0: The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical, paid-for porn for free, with none of those hidden fees or secret subscriptions, when you sign up at HotMovies.com and use the promo code MANWHORE. The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by Alt Playground. APG is more than just a place to find couples to swap with. Alt Playground is a lifestyle community for all non-monogamous and sexually adventurous people to connect and share. And you know I started a profile. Join me over at altplayground.net. That's alt playground.net. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man or Podcast. <laughs> Oh boy, ah, you know, it's here, it's coming up, it is fast approaching everybody, Uh, it might even be today, it could have already happened, who knows, depending on when you decide to download this podcast episode, hi everyone, this is Billy Presida and you are listening to the Manwhore Podcast pre-election episode, oh boy, I, um, I am not going to do a whole big long rant, you don't have to skip all the way forward, I'm... I'm not going to do a whole big soliloquy about why I think you should vote for Joe Biden. I'm not going to do a whole big thing about like why, oh, this isn't political differences, these are moral differences, and I won't do that. I'm not even going to do my whole big rant about how you should not get to enjoy the fruits of the sexual revolution we are in and sex positivity if you don't vote for the queer people who have led that revolution for decades by prioritizing their rights over your tax bracket. Won't do that. I've been saying those things for years, even since before the 2016 election, so won't waste your time with that. Because I'd like to get to this week's guest, Michelle. And before I introduce you to Michelle, I have one just last brief angle pitch idea. Look, if you are fed up with the gridlock in Congress, if you are pissed, so pissed, that the Senate a few nights ago voted to confirm a Supreme Court justice and then decided to go on vacation for a couple weeks instead of, forget voting, even just debating COVID relief, despite the House having passed a bill back in May that would have given us stimulus checks, extended our unemployment benefits for fucking tens of millions of us, including yours truly over here, um, given aid to local governments so they can continue to operate during a pandemic. No, if you're pissed that they did that vote but not the COVID vote, and you are actually most mad at one particular individual. His name is Mitch McConnell, and he's the Senate Majority Leader. I thought everyone knew how like, basic civics of the workings of the government worked, but then I watched a news thing, and there was a lady on the screen who she flipped her vote because she was like, yeah, I did some research just about how the functioning of the government is, all that stuff I ignored in sixth grade government class, and I learned that just the president doesn't get to just de facto take your guns away, so I guess I can do that. And I was like, oh. Maybe people need to know because the <laughs> Mitch has been the Senate majority leader since 2015 when the Republicans took control of the Senate and he's probably not going to lose reelection next week. So the only way that you can take the gavel out of Mitch McConnell's hands is if you vote down ballot elections, vote for the Senate. If you have a Senate race uh, in your state, this cycle, if the Democrats can flip three seats, plus win the presidency or flip four seats, they control the Senate. And this isn't about, hey, getting the Democrats to control the Senate. This is about taking the gavel out of Mitch McConnell's hands. Very specifically Mitch, because Mitch doesn't let the Senate vote or debate things that he doesn't already know he will win on. And that's not good for democracy. That's not good for getting relief to all these fucking families, to you, to fucking me. It's not good for anyone if he's holding shit up like that. And he's been doing this since he started. And do you know why Mitch McConnell said he wanted to hold up the COVID relief talks? Not because of money. He didn't think there was enough money for families and for people like you and me. Not because he didn't think there was enough uh, funding to help with COVID. No, he said, I want to make sure we get corporate liability protections. That's him. That's his words. That's what he says. He was like, we need to figure out just how liable corporations are going to be before we can actually help people. One man, not even the whole party, just one man won't let a bill that helps people even go into debate, let alone a vote. And that's bullshit. And the only way to stop it, Joe Biden winning doesn't even stop that. We have to flip the Senate. And you don't even have to think that Dems have to flip the Senate. But the only way to get the gava off his hands is if the Democrats took the Senate. It might be a little different if the Republicans would come out and say, hey, we're going to actually vote for a new Senate majority leader, but they're not doing that. So that's why I'm pleading with you, begging with you, vote. If you really fucking don't like either of these presidential picks, you could in theory leave that slot blank. But if you live in maine texas georgia who has two senate seats open iowa arizona colorado north carolina mississippi who could elect their first black senator ever hey alabama we got dougie jones trying to hold on to his seat over there if you're in any of those states with a senate seat up montana oh i love steve bullock he's a cool fucking ground of the earth kind of guy i like him if you have a sense to open, please don't be selfish. Please go vote. Please vote down ballot, regardless who is president. If Mitch McConnell is the Senate Senate Majority Leader next year, it's going to be a while till we see anything actually happen. Please, please vote. Who knows? Maybe you'll maybe you'll get there. And as you're skipping past the presidential spot and going down the ballot and filling in all your local races, you may even be like, you know what? I want to have an opinion on this president thing too. But for the love of God, please just show up to vote. The fuck else do you have to do right now? You got a whole week to go vote early and in person. If you need to learn more about how to vote, where you can vote, this isn't even a partisan site, iwillvote.com. They don't care who you're voting for, they just want to make sure that you vote. And I really would like you to vote too, preferably in the direction of People who support equal rights and helping families instead of <laughs> holding out for corporate liability protections. Gross. Don't forget what Manor podcast guest Madison Young told us a few years ago. All sex is political. So in a way, this is kind of a political podcast because we fucking. We're sticking our dicks in glory holes. We're making porn stuff. This, <laughs> um, Folks... The man whore podcast uh, has been running every week, even during the pandemic. I haven't skipped an episode for y'all. I even started going twice a week for a little bit. We were doing some Corona cast episodes when I was quarantining uh, nonstop with my girlfriend, Megan, a.k.a. Miss Giggles. I'm out here working hard for y'all. And the only reason I'm able to commit my time to making sex positive content for you and putting out this podcast every week is is because of the support of my fan whore community on Patreon. Just $2 has you doing your part to keep this podcast operating. Because there's enough support on Patreon, I don't have to go find other work to fill in for the fact that I can't do man whore con. I can't go do uh, trade show events and sell merchandise, that I can't do live podcast shows in cities around the country, that I can't even do live stand up. Even I can't even do the live stand up that's free and unpaid, you know? Like I can't do any of the other income. But because of my Patreon community, I don't have to go uh find other work elsewhere that takes time away from me working for you. So it only costs $2 to do your part and to be able to say that you support independent content creators. And let me tell y'all, in a time where <laughs> who knows if I, I don't know if my Medicaid's going to be taken away. I don't know <laughs> what's about to happen with health insurance. But if you want to keep your independent content creators going, if you want them to keep doing the things you love that they do, shoot them money on Venmo, join their Patreon, buy some merch if you've always kind of thought about it, but never knew when to pull the trigger, which by the way, you can get all your man who merch uh, in my Facebook fan page for the man whore podcast, throw some dollars up. If for some reason you're just really not feeling like giving it to me, but there's another creator, you know, you can give a couple dollars to please at least then commit to go giving it to them. Go today. Give some money to someone who makes shit you love, even if it's not me. And I know times are tough and I know people are hurting, I want you to be a top-notch fan whore like, like Cooper Grady, who gets his own fan whore appreciation moment all to himself. You know, even though, Cooper, even though you're not the Emmy-nominated Grady Cooper who worked with oh, one of my top favorite comedians of all time, Chris Rock, even though you're not that person, I'm still a fan of you, and I want to give you a shout-out for being a member. And you, too, can join today at patreon.com slash podcast. That's P A T. R E O N dot com slash man whore podcast. And now for this week's guest, Michelle. Uh, M- Michelle is a former colleague of mine over at In Touch Weekly. I don't know if y'all know this, but when I started this podcast back in 2014, um, I started it talking to women I'd hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. Uh, and I started that podcast uh, sitting at a desk. In Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey, uh, fact-checking celebrity gossip pages in In Touch Weekly, <laughs> and Life and Style, and Closer Weekly, making sure we, you know, got Kim Kardashian's bra size right. You know, the important things in this world. Isn't it crazy that, like, celebrity Gossip... In Touch Weekly has better fact-checking than the president? So weird. And Michelle was one of my coworkers. She's a copy editor over there. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, you know, on her last day of work, which. Wasn't far away from my last day of work four years ago. We We almost we almost fucked at work. It was so close. Granted, I thought I was gonna be getting a blowjob at work. She thought we were gonna fuck at work, but both of our plans were foiled when it just didn't feel like we found the right spot in that parking garage. <laughs> so although Michelle and I have never hooked up, I did feel like, you know, she's the closest thing to a work flirt I ever had. And I thought that was a good enough reason, if any, to have her on the show. She's an interesting lady. Uh, I went out to her place out in the country, by the way. We did this interview in person, but masked. Uh, She does live out in the country, so to speak, uh, in a rural area. So even though we're inside, you can hear the nature. In case you were wondering why you can hear some owl doing its come fuck me call. Let's go chat with Michelle. The Man Whore Podcast is proud to be sponsored by altplayground.net the site to go for your next non-monogamous adventure. Because, hey, even if you're not meing up with people these days because of, you know, you know what, <laughs> it's never too early to at least start laying the groundwork. And that's what you can do with other singles and couples at altplayground.net, which announced in September the acquisition of uh, another lifestyle site, Love Voodoo, which means now a half million former Love Voodoo members have been granted trial memberships with APG. Uh, and APG is working hard to bring lifestylers and non-monogamous people together in one nice, convenient, and fun place. This means even more sexy people for you to connect with all over the United States of covid America. And you know because it's a paid membership that people take it seriously. So again, join up today at altplayground.net. I don't know about you, but I've been doing like a lot of stress masturbating. Uh, not necessarily because I'm horny, but just because I'm stressed the fuck out. And leading up to the election, I just think it's appropriate for to watch a little bit more uh, election-oriented pornography. And I've just been trying to pull a little bit more of that into my stroke sessions. And thank God for Hotmovies.com. Yes. Because you know a hotmovies.com, they license content from all of your favorite porn studios, all your favorite porn stars featuring all your favorite porn categories which includes films like The Donald, a porn parody uh, where Evan Stone plays you-know-who. We've also got Presidential Reinitiation, Presidential Peepers. If you want to get international about it, there's Bunga Bunga Presidente or Mi Vula Presidente. I think that's Italian, but I, I don't speak the thing. Uh, they <laughs> Oh, La Nuit de la Presidente. First, I think that means First Lady. It says in parentheses. What I'm saying is, if you want to stress out on the election by coming in your hand, you need to check out hotmovies.com. And you can get 20 free minutes on the house just for you, on top of any package you sign up for, including the free trial, when you go to hotmovies.com and use promo code manhor. So they know I sent you. I'm personally just going to try to come until I pass out and wake up in February of 2021 and and find out that, uh, you know, the country's in a better place and the Jets made a long shot six seed bid to win the Super Bowl. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> now, let's get to the show.
1: I left um, before that because I was gone. I was on.
0: The- oh, right. So the, all of that, oh, that was your last day of work. Not yes. my. Now, I was just wondering, I was sitting in the car and I was like revisiting that day. And I was like, why was I so nervous? Like, it was my last oh, yeah, day. Yeah. I'm fucking off. It was like, no, because no, it was your last day and it, I still had were, to be there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was still trying to pick up a few more paychecks. Right. And I was I, I like, like,
1: I got to <laughs> watch cameras around here. Um, the... Uh, Yeah, that was the awful part with all of that, too, was my car, I had car trouble, like, literally in every state, so I was constantly stopping, and on the evening of the election, I was spending the night in Indiana, and had to wake up in Indiana on the day after, so you can't, that was was probably the worst part of the entire drive across country, but uh, anyway... Glad to glad to be back. So, <laughs> glad glad to be back, yes.
0: Michelle. Nice to see you, you again too. after whatever. Oh my god! Four years. Four now. Years. Yeah, <laughs> but we
1: almost managed to avoid ourselves, uh, avoid each other for an entire uh, administration, which I think is, is pretty good. <laughs> if if only that could be true in real life at yeah. this point, right?
0: <laughs> well, uh, you know, I wanted to have you on because, like, you were. I, you were the closest thing to a work flirt mm-hmm. that I'd ever had at like an office. Cause right. like that was my, that was my only office job. That's your only
1: office experience. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: And so that was the closest I had to that. I, I thought of us as just like fellow pervs who yeah. <laughs> in the office who, <laughs> who, yeah. who just shared weird shit on Slack. Uh,
1: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Have you had a work flirt before?
1: Um, I'm not really. I know we'll argue on this one, but I don't consider myself to be a flirt. I'm usually if I am (laughs) interested, I'm interested. Um, But if I'm not interested, I'm just treating you like I would talk with my girlfriends or my gay male friends and just sort of like, but I am I've always been raunchy and love a good, you know, sort of rude joke or sort of innuendos. And obviously, that's, the type of thing that I find funny, and when I find a kindred spirit, I'm always happy to be able to share something like that. And that was, I think, what Slack was actually <laughs> invented for. Yeah, I know its most <laughs> important purpose as far as I could I could see. But um,
0: the uh, the what was really funny was like the uh, I I first realized that we were like minded people <laughs> when uh, we were both in the. Uh, what was it, New York? It was Time Out New York's like naked issue or oh, sex yeah, issue yeah. or whatever, Yeah, exactly. Right? And like I went for like a photo shoot to like wear like nude underwears and do a big group shot. Uh-huh. Um, and then you were in it as, like, this, like, sexter person or something. Like, I'm going, th- I get the magazines, like, oh, look, there's me. And then I'm just going through, going through. I'm like, is that Michelle?
1: Yep, sitting on a rock in uh, Fort Greene Park.
0: <laughs> it was,
1: uh, that was, that was actually kind of fun. Uh, that was, is that, because uh, I feel like we were chatting before then a little bit. Yeah, too, but like, that's when I was like, oh, um, she's a, she's, she's a, a fellow know. freak.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah. That was, and that was, that was kind of fun, actually. That was but, kind of a, I can't even remember how I, what I answered to to get that or if someone had put me onto that. Mm-hmm. But um, it was kind of fun.
0: I was curious, like, the, I mean, like, I wasn't worried about, like, say, getting caught at work because my mindset since I was in college was like, well, you know, I'm really going to commit to this. So I may right. get employment here and there, but if I, lo- if I lose it, it's not as important to me as comedy and showing my dick on the internet. Right. And so, but for you, like, you, you know, you are a, you're a working woman. And, like, so were you not nervous about... Being like "quote unquote" out. It's not like the office didn't know.
1: Yeah, no. Um, I didn't feel like. I mean, I wasn't wearing my, you know, in touch T-shirt or something. You know, with my, which I still have. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I because I I felt like I, you know, I was answering uh, issues that I think people that sort of a part of a, a spectrum of people who. Are aren't necessarily, um, I don't know, uh, you know, just sort of coupled off and till death do you part. And uh, I mean, I, f- I found the stories in there pretty interesting in terms of what angle people were approaching things from or. But you weren't nervous, you know? like
0: someone at the office would find out, and like you could like lose your job or something. No,
1: no, because I, I couldn't even see how. I mean, I it, I want. If did someone see me besides you? Very possible. Um, but I didn't. Um, I didn't think that was terribly fireable, and because um, you know
0: people do view that like. Uh, um, I I hear so many people concerned about like being an openly sexual person or openly poly or openly queer or whatever, yeah. and they're worried they're going to get fired for it because they're like they went to a BDSM right. night.
1: Yeah, I mean, like with with many of those things, it's it's. I'm one of those people who I like, I, I don't care if people know, but I don't care if they don't know either, do you know what I mean? I don't feel the need to like explain or label or um, share a lot of that sort of information. But if people ask, I'm quite open to tell people, do you know what I mean? It's not to me, it's, it's just what it is. And I mean, I, I feel like everyone has their own line on that. And so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, um, an open book I just don't talk do you know what I'm saying if people yeah. ask or want to know that's fine I just don't assume anyone's interested until they actually let me know they're
0: interested right you don't like impose your perviness on mm-hmm. your co-workers unsolicited
1: exactly right
0: which is shocking because there's so many dudes who seem to keep getting in trouble in the workplace for just imposing their sex oh, life on yeah. others and it's like you're a perv and yet you don't You don't do that. It's almost as if it's possible to not be a piece of shit about it.
1: Well, and (laughs) like, I feel like with, with most jobs, and I'm not talking about you doing comedy or, you know, other jobs where they are really a reflection of something that's important to you Mm. and something that, that, you know, is part of your identity in some way. Um, when you, you're already, in sort of acting in your way. And, you know, you, you're you coming in, you're, you know, you'd rather be there in bare feet, you'd rather not be there, you'd rather, you know, all sorts of different sweatpants. things. You'd rather be wearing sweatpants, you'd rather have
0: jerk-off breaks in the middle of the afternoon. Exactly,
1: things like that. And I'm going to, when I'm president, I'm instituting those. <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you so, so you sort of have you get yourself into a mindset of, you know this is i'm i'm acting right now i'm mm-hmm. acting like this is my whole life
0: but but then again like our friendship uh yeah. at the office you know was was pretty right. uh you know sexually informed like we were right. both like yeah we're both kind of out sluts mm-hmm. uh, about about things <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely and you know i i j- and i i thought it was interesting um because i thought uh, you had such a good sense of humor about everything as well, um, in, in sort of a self effacing way that was, um, you know, cause neither of us are, we're sort of like coming at this in terms of like, oh God, we're like the hottest person in the room and, you know, look at, look at the trail of destruction we've left behind. It's more like we're just regular, <laughs> regular folks and this is fun and, you know, but mm. this is not something that is, um, I don't know. It there it it was it was more of a just a matter of factness about it that mm-hmm. I kind of found refreshing and I kind of prefer that approach.
0: Well, what would you say like was the difference between like, you know, the way we interacted at the workplace and uh, you know, sexual harassment at the workplace? Like where what why was the way we conducted ourselves okay, but the way so many things <laughs> seemed to be happening in offices, right. you know, what, what what was the difference?
1: I think, you know, you're a comedian, you know, know your audience. I I think if you, you can, you can know, you don't have to, you know, sort of go at it full bore, but I think you can notice when people are, have joking. I mean, there there are some women there who, with whom I'm still good friends and we would, we would have awful little jokes like that going on some other very good friends i had there that's just wasn't part of it i think mm-hmm. it's noticing when the when the person also feels when you don't feel like one there was no boss um and an underling relationship going on mm-hmm. which is i think is just just stay away from that's that. an easy
0: one to just Avoid.
1: Yeah, it should. Uh, let's say it should be. Unfortunately, anyone who's ever been harassed or made to feel uncomfortable in an office knows that it's obviously not that easy. But I felt like, you know, in a, a peer group, um, in terms of, you know, uh, job power over over another person... You just seem like a very easygoing sort of funny dude, and I and you know I could make you laugh, you could make me laugh, and I just enjoyed our conversations, mm-hmm. um, which is another thing where I, f- I find it wasn't like um, flirting, and I, maybe I'm defining it in a different way. I've been told that I you just have a too. very
0: flirty personality. Right. I've been told yeah. I have a flirty aura as well, right. but like yeah, you like. Maybe it was the perviness and openness about that's the other thing. It's like what it seems like when a woman talks to a guy just about the topic of sex, it's almost as if, oh, she's hitting on me. It's like, maybe no, she's just talking to you about sex.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. I mean, it's because in many of those cases, you're talking the same way you might talk with your female friends or other friends that are also not of sexual interest to you
0: we would say male friends if i had them uh, yeah, right
1: <laughs> if
0: i got along with that gender i would right that's how yeah. i would probably speak to them
1: yeah uh, it's uh, but it's it's that is part of the part of the thing and i think mm-hmm. maybe you are more at ease speaking with women about things or whatever you just you seemed like you were um, your method of, of your way of of uh, chatting with me didn't ever feel like it was like going to turn into an you know overt hitting on somebody type it, of thing okay. it felt it felt like just having a good laugh over something they felt like it dirty. felt like it's
0: non-aggressive like, uh yeah. chatter
1: right exactly and you know had it had it um been you know like oh I wonder if this is something going on mm. I think we either of us would have known how to escalate it or whatever do you know what I mean in terms yeah. of like oh you know someone into me or not whatever I mean um and but and it was funny though that half of the office would be like
0: oh yeah uh, <laughs> I forgot about that
1: <laughs> what's what's up with Billy yeah
0: you know? well yeah what were those because like I definitely I think Dylan must have at least once. Asked about it because yeah. I was like, "Wow, like the fucking everyone in." Because we had like a corner, yeah, where like my department little... and your department were, yeah, and so everyone could hear and see, and so I guess they all thought we were fucking. So what was the what was what were the conversations that <laughs> so you had?
1: People, like, um, I, I had a few people like I think Billy has a really big crush on you. <laughs> Um, And I would just avoid it just because I couldn't, I I'd avoid it, but not in a denial way. Because I think it's very funny when people think that they understand what type of relationship they can mm-hmm. have with, you know what I mean, b- between people. And uh I'd always be like, oh, yeah, he's so nice. <laughs> you know, just sort of like, because so, force people to directly say what they want to hear um and uh they will generally back off and then mm. walk away and be even more tormented by you and it's just more fun that way <laughs>
0: keep them guessing but
1: yeah but yeah um uh Nicole thought we were had a little fling <laughs> uh a couple of couple other people directly said what is going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I agree I mean I I there were people that I connected with in different departments and over different different things but you know, just for a guaranteed sort of like you know, bonding chuckle mm. I
0: knew I could count on you. Now you you knew me back when I was a lot younger, like so mm-hmm. I got to that office when I was twenty four. Mm-hmm. It was a- Baby I know, little little oh. free research baby yes. Oh, hundred and hundred and ninety five pound baby where'd that weight go? Oh. Uh, it's like <laughs> but, but, so I was there like from like the age of like about twenty four or twenty seven or something like that. How would you describe me back then
1: um in in terms of i i thought i thought um let's see, well, young. I, you felt like you were just, you know, just finishing school and just like, you know, uh, what am I gonna, this isn't my final destination, but, um, what, uh, what am I reaching for? You know, like, will I be able to sustain a career in, in comedy or whatever? Um, and you, and you came, came off to me like a, a little bit like, Sometimes, sometimes immature as twenty-four-year-olds mm-hmm. are in terms of, you know, I thought there were there were um, some elements of your behavior. That I thought were just yeah, just this is this is what like we were what? all like when we were twenty-four. You know, um, like <laughs> a few times when I'd be like, um, dude if you did the research on this, why is Miley Cyrus's name still not spelled right? You know what oh, I mean? Okay. And you'd so, be like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's like, I don't care about Miley either. But, you know, <laughs> it was like, really? Just try and be like, oh, damn it. Sorry, Michelle, I should have caught that. You know what I mean? Yeah, just but you know like, what? Ah. Fact-checking
0: out celebrity gossip magazine I know. fucking makes you want... I remember one time I got into a fight with Nicole... <clears throat> over uh, K- whether or not it should be Kelly Cuoco uh-huh. or Kelly Cuoco Sweeting, yeah. And I was like, I found myself having an argument over a hyphen, and I was like, I don't know, I think I need a gun to hold <laughs> to my head because <laughs> right. I can't believe I'm having this discussion. A discussion of yeah, hyphenated. I, hate that, like I a- hate that I have to care about that, and
1: especially when you know that the hyphen will be gone within six months to a year. Anyway, when she fucking
0: got divorced from that guy, I was, I was so like, pissed finally. off. That was the first thing I thought of. I was yeah. like, I got into a fight over that. There's I know, nothing. right? <laughs> you make me get into a fight over a hyphen lady you better stay with that better man stay till you die with him.
1: exactly <laughs> we just change your friggin name or but, the yeah. time
0: where I had to like stare at Orlando Bloom's dick oh, I, yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. you remember yeah. that page Oh, I right. remember. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. And then like, they took that the circumcised line out, and it was like I never had to look in the first place. I know, right? Right? You know, <laughs> <fuckers>. <laughs> the paddle, paddle, boarding,
1: the great paddle boarding incident. So not the most but, thorough yeah.
0: worker. Sometimes was there anything right. else or any other immature uh, <laughs> uh, uh, red flags?
1: Uh, like um, no, not really. Not really, because I think you can really only expect from people what they are able to, mm-hmm. to give.
0: Okay. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> and so, uh, and and some of the stuff was delightfully immature, like little gross jokes all the time. Oh, gosh. That's the best part. Um, <laughs> so that, you know what I mean? That sort of thing uh, that I kind of, I find amusing. Um, at 24, it's adorable. At, you know, 54, I'd be like, oh, God, you know, Ugh. I mean, groaner, because it's like, Ooh. Grow up, so what you're
0: saying is because I was so boyish, I could get away with certain things that not at like fifty four.
1: and and I think and and wasn't even in a matter of of getting away with it. It was more like a reflection of your age and life experience rather than. You know, some older dude trying to perv on everybody, mm-hmm. which is a completely different dynamic. I mean, someone who's, who's 54 is going to most likely be in a more successful position at a, at a particular workplace than mm-hmm. the 24 year old. And if you've been in the workplace for that long, you should know things that you can't get. You know that where yeah. you cross the line. That's and, also
0: why I asked. I was like, "What was yeah. the difference between like what work, like sexual workplace sexual harassment, right. and like how, like how we conducted ourselves?" Right. Because I think there are some guys who might listen, go, and be like, "Ooh, I want to learn how I can be pervy in an ethical way." And it's like, uh, so that I, or. I want to learn how to hit on my coworkers in an ethical way. It's like, no, it's the reason why it's ethical is in part because no one's hitting on anyone.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and
0: like if the goal of your, like you sharing that you had a threesome over the weekend is in hopes that the person you're sharing it with wants to like, now have oh, a threesome with yeah. you, then you probably shouldn't be sharing this information at all.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And also, you know, there, there are uh, certain elements of that uh, when you start. Like you, you, and I could share stuff like that. But if you were interested in someone else in the office, that wouldn't be a good thing to share with them.
0: Did you have any uh, work crushes at Bauer,
1: um,
0: or in your, I guess, in your adult office career? Yeah. In
1: my adult office, like, career, would you have adult? Yeah, I've I've ha- had adult office flings ah. in my uh, life. Um, now, how do th-
0: how did those transpire?
1: uh after work drinks
0: yada yada (laughs) Yada, Yada. but like like how much like lead-in is happening at the workplace
1: um more i would say more uh friendly or like you know just noticing who you're enjoying chatting with whenever Mm -hmm. when the whole office is out having drinks i mean i was working you know at at places where you would you would go out for drinks a couple of times a week say, a week after work and that would be um you know things would happen or you know I, um also it was very, it, it it was sort of segregated in terms of your uh, layer of experience at the, at the company mm-hmm. um so you wouldn't be sort of like going for drinks after work with someone who was directly responsible for whether you had a job or a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Which, so you
0: kept it kind of lateral and, and exactly. in an appropriate zone. Yeah. And it wasn't like over hitting on you at the office as, as much as. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, have you, have you separately experienced or placed sexual harassment?
1: Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah. In terms of, in terms of um, unwanted contact that you know was deliberate um, phrasing of certain things, compliments that went beyond um, what a, like a, a non-sexual compliment would be. I mean, I, I worked in a place with the, one of the, the higher ups was an older gentleman. It was like maybe 70 or something. And I always wear my summer dresses and they're fun and all that cute, you know, nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing sexy, just big things that look like fifties housewives, you know what I mean? And, uh, he would always, Oh, you just always look so cute in your dresses or so pretty in your dresses. And he didn't mean it in any sort of way. Um, but there would, there have been times where I've been told that, you know, it in a way that you, where, you know, it's, come on and it's just it makes you feel like oh god so i'm gonna lose my job now you know what i mean and it's just it sets up an unnecessary amount of um not tension but just like a feeling of like god i thought i was doing a good job here and the best thing that this dick can say about me is that i look really cute today Mm -hmm. is just just so dismissive and uh, you know it it um it, it's it hurt it it just it's not just like that moment where you can be sort of like oh fuck you for talking to me like that it's more a matter of the you know is this really the thing that people are gonna see with me that you know? you're wondering
0: if everyone else is thinking that too
1: yeah you do and you and you and it, is this something you're always gonna have to contend with or is this like you know is Everyone talking about your ass is, is, you know, it just, and, um, and that just, it starts just to feel hurtful in, in that sense. And, um, and sometimes frightening. I mean, when you, when somebody actually does, you know, make contact with you, either in or out of an office where you just, you know, what a deliberate bump into somebody or rub up against somebody is. And is this
0: like, uh, just cause you've mentioned it twice. now is like, is this a very specific incident or is this just something that has happened a lot to you at offices? The, it's, the deliberate contact.
1: It's happened. I, I haven't worked with that many in, in that many offices where I felt like a really strict hierarchy, um, mm. of mostly men. Um, so I've been fortunate in that way, but, um, I would say in any of them that I had, there's always been at least one person that was known for you to stay away from.
0: Um, Is that something like the, your coworkers, your female coworkers, would kind of warn you about? Oh yeah,
1: just there's certain people you just know don't be alone in a room, though. And I, I don't want to say this was fortunate in any way, but when I was little, I had a gymnastics coach like that. And so the idea of letting your fellow women know so-and-so is to be avoided, um, don't ever be alone with so-and-so, it, it sort of, you know, the idea that it would continue to my adult life was, well, you know, dispiriting, certainly wasn't un, unheard of. And I th- I think mm. most of us kind of have experiences when we're younger that,
0: stay away to, from that uncle that exactly type,
1: yeah. yeah don't Does let it, somebody else spot you on the balance beam because you know it it's it's really really common you know sometimes it's traumatizing and sometimes it's just like okay this is what life is you know and i'm just gonna you know do my best to avoid it but
0: and what was and how did it affect you
1: um oh you know Disordered eating, um, withdrawal, uh, extreme, like, you know, just, I, I would say, uh, things like that really, um, made the, the problem with my gymnastics coach was, was absolutely like, I withdrew, I quit gymnastics. Um, it, it made me feel very, it just was like, you're, you're taking away things from me because I can't risk you know being abused mm-hmm. and it's, just, it's it's just really sad and i there there're probably a hell of a lot of women out there who would tell you the same tale unfortunately yeah. but but you know when you're when you're an adult you also you know if you are in a in a workplace setting and i mean y- you know you do kind of know it's, it's sort of like they have you know the you know not all men it's like we don't need to be told not all men we're smart we're women we you know we recognize it um and uh so what by your behavior you can tell whether someone is is going to be a harasser or you know an ally they don't need to they yeah. don't need to say "Oh, well, not all guys are like this like i i get it i know plenty of guys who aren't oh. like this and you know i think that's part of what's what you get just from life experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first time, like in an office, where like uh, someone did something that was inappropriate towards you, and like you registering, like that's not supposed to happen?
1: Um, I do remember. Um, it was leaving a meeting, and it there was a in, sort of an innuendo about you know liking to see more of me, and it was just <laughs> like <laughs> I was just like. I, my usual thing, just like when somebody makes some sort of a racist joke when I'm supposed to laugh or something like that, I just it's like, oh, I don't know what you mean.
0: Um, can you please and, explain your really shitty joke? I just yeah, don't really get it. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. Can yeah, you, really can you yeah. Can make you make it make sense for me?
1: Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I just don't understand what you're talking about. Black people are like, what? Money, again? I'm just sorry. Yeah, I never heard that. I've never one before. heard that joke. I guess
0: I, my parents didn't teach me that one. Yeah, can, it, you, it, can you explain the and, watermelon thing? Yeah. I just, yeah. I would love to know. <laughs> right. I would love to know. Well,
1: and, and that's <laughs> the same thing. You know, when somebody just says something like that, where it's clear, you know what they mean. They know yeah. what they meant. You're not an idiot, and you just oh. You know, oh, I'm not sure what you mean, but we, you know, we'll see each other at the meeting tomorrow, you mm. know, or something, just to try and deflect from it. Just because what you'd really like to do is, you know, twist a scrotum or something, and you just know mm. you that's not going to help you in life. That but would just you try... would
0: actually get in trouble for that, where he doesn't get and in trouble for the comment. Exactly,
1: yeah, and it, but that, and that's just the the dynamic that that happens. I mean, I guess that's why you know fortunately i don't think workplaces are um necessarily as bad with fewer um i think there's there are more more women who have risen to the tops of things i mean Mm -hmm. look at even in publishing how many how many women we've worked with uh it
0: was was, a celebrity magazine but like i i know (laughs) there were a lot of women who were above me at that place oh
1: yeah yeah absolutely and i think and I, i feel like you know, just as as people have found out, I, I mean, there's times when you speak with somebody who's older, who'd be sort of like, well, I learned a long time ago, just to, you know, get away from them and all that. It's like, that, that shouldn't be how we work. And that shouldn't be how we live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I mean, and that's why the fact that you and I could be joking about it was sort of like, just in, in a way, in that way, a little bit refreshing in terms of, oh, you can talk with somebody um, without it being, it, it can be about sex, it doesn't have to be a sexual thing it doesn't or have to be intimidating no, or aggressive yeah, exactly. or inco- yeah. but, you know, I don't know if I can be a little bit of an outlier on those things because I, I just remember one uh, there was a uh, birthday party um, there this was before you were there and uh one of our coworkers got a uh got this cake and he um you know when he went to take the top of it he goes, Oh, fudgy bottom and I just burst oh. out laughing because mm. cause I'm a child.
0: Fudgy bottom, that's fudgy a, bottom. That, that'll end <laughs> that ca- night, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not good at all. <laughs> Unless you like that sort
1: of thing and then it's you know forty dollars extra. Um but uh but he he just and we totally bonded over that because sure. the fact that I just couldn't help but burst out laughing like like a five year old would over something like that. But anyway, yeah.
0: what what about like HR departments? Like are those any help? Have they been any? Helpful I've in never your gotten experience?
1: help from an HR department.
0: Ever. Have you gone to an HR department with like sexual um, harassment claims?
1: I have. Um, I had when somebody deliberately someone who was walking past me ass grabbed like but as if as if oh my arm just just was like was there and your ass was there you know and it's like and it's sort of like your your
0: ass was there my hands there it it, just i feel like they go together peanut butter and and chocolate man it's like exactly i
1: don't know why you're so mad yeah why what am i supposed to do you know um I have to say, some of the most harassing remarks I've, I've ever gotten of all the sort of like implications on short girls, you know, spinner oh. type of stuff, which is really kind of horrifying because it's like, it's another thing where you're like, you're fucking, have no imagination and you're disgusting
0: but you're, you're uh, like hey if you're gonna harass me be a little more creative be creative exactly exactly you know? <laughs> tell me something uh, i haven't heard before.
1: and that, yeah right. and so that i can you know give back because <laughs> that's sort of like one of those oh wow well, yeah nobody's heard that one before
0: um, and then the hr department didn't do anything
1: um, about it they really uh, quite often um i this never happened at where we worked, mm-hmm. um, uh, where I had had to speak with HR. But there's a very distinct feeling that this, you know, not this, you know, what you always see with the well, you know, company accused of something, and they tweet out about how this isn't tolerated, this isn't the corporate, but you know, this isn't the environment we foster. It's like most places do kind of tolerate some things and they try and sort of get past it with sort of sensitivity training or whatever. But you know, by the time they're calling in the fire department on something like that, someone's already had their feelings hurt. And sometimes your spirit gets broken a little bit too in times, in terms of maybe this isn't a career that I feel comfortable pursuing anymore because if Mm. this is, if this is something that I can't go to HR for and this is, should be what hr is that should be part of their job is to make sure everyone feels comfortable where they're where they're working Mm -hmm. you know and and you don't have recourse uh confronting the person and you don't have anyone else who will back you up really kind of makes things very unpleasant and i mean i think i think everyone's probably left a job or found themselves really miserable at a job
0: for the reasons like this and and you shouldn't have to be because that's the person who should have you know the other per, the other guy's supposed to leave
1: exactly yeah. you know because if you're following the rules uh, you know the whatever the the corporate standards and stuff like mm-hmm. that then you know you should probably have your rights respected like you know as any in any place
0: but yeah but. So so your last day of work. Yes. That was a fun one. Uh, do, do you want to share with the listeners what your recollection of that day was or that afternoon?
1: Uh, that was fun. That was fun. We That was we, the
0: f- uh, most fun almost I've ever had.
1: <laughs> uh, me too. And that was... Uh, that was wandering, we we went wandering down to the basement. And well, why don't, sort of, you, why don't you
0: give them some buildup of some pre-story? been
1: a little bit of, like, never going to see each other again, joking around about stuff. And we are both obviously game for misbehaving. And so we ended up down in the uh, parking garage. I think that was level two.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, it was unfortunate. Well, there's a little little possibility of of uh of um some something happening down there until the realization of cameras right next to every stairwell down there but it was it was fun. It was
0: we uh, did roam. We, we did, did try to find a did, spot, we, and then you'd be like, "Oh, there's around. no cameras here," but oh, I think I hear someone. And
1: oh, it was, yeah, because it's like it was like that big open-backed garage, and <laughs> it um it was just very that was that was a would have been a very funny fun ending to both of our uh, times there. And um, well, do
0: you remember any of the lead up the that day? Because like I only left my desk because like I basically got a text. I remember getting a text from you like. I am going to get up and go check out the garage. Mm -hmm. If you want to come, you should come now too. (laughs)
1: Right, exactly.
0: And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I should get, I (laughs) I was like, I got to finish this page and get up. (laughs) Right, right, right.
1: But I I think we've been sort of like, I think we'd sort of been joking about this though, because um, you knew it was my last day, and, and, all and I was, it on was the sort of fun, soon too, exactly. We'd and- be sort of like the say goodbye to uh, to New Jersey sort of <laughs> sort of thing, but that was it was fun. I was fully willing to commit, and um, it was you never know how many hidden spots are no longer hidden
0: oh, until you start wandering around. Down but it's there. like also it's like why the fuck did we care? Like I know. that was the that was oh, the I problem know. with that's that's my upsetment at myself. I'm like, right. wait, what the fuck am I mad about? Like yeah. it's her last day and I'm leaving soon. Right, right, right. <laughs> you, like,
1: had you already given notice no you had Do you to remember give- when
0: that was? Um, like, what month? Yeah, it
1: was. Uh, I gave notice November been,
0: 1st was okay. when I gave notice.
1: So it would have had to have been sometime in October.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so. And, and I had already known, like, right. I'm going to leave uh, very I, soon. I,
1: that's why I think I was confused on the date because I know you told me that yeah. you were leaving as well. And it's so. like, so
0: why not fuck at work? Like, what's you know, the worst that right, happened? Right, right, right. <laughs> it, it was,
1: it was just, it was really funny. I think, I, and um, however, it didn't turn out whatever, um, it would have been fun and, I had such fun just wandering <laughs> through the garage there because I felt like we were like, you know, 12 year olds playing hooky. You know what I mean? It, it was felt like, a little bit more
0: so like funny. a 12 year old and a 15 year old because you were like holding my hand, guiding me okay, out. Right. And i was like, like, yes, ma'am. Yes? Like, I will oh, go sure. where you told me to go. Oh, sure. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Because you're, you
1: were the sweet and innocent little, little fella. Right. Oh, my God. But and that then, was so do you, funny.
0: Do you remember the driving misconnect afterwards?
1: Yes, but wait, say so, it again. Okay. My
0: my memory was like, so, you know, you drive off, whatever. It's like, okay, take care, enjoy, you yeah. know, your new state. And uh, I am walking to the bridge because I was playing Pokemon Go. Uh, that's how I got on my Pokemon Go in traveling to and from Brooklyn to to work in England. Right, right, right. So I'm walking down the street and then like, I think. Oh I, my
1: God, no, that's right. Because I, I do remember this because. I the, was like,
0: you should come get me and like, we can find a spot. And then you had already, you had passed me. And, like, couldn't find me on the streets.
1: Yeah. And because... You know how those roads are there. It's like, if you... Once you start getting into the, you know, lemmings heading for the bridge, like, you can't always you know what I mean it's, it's not
0: easy to just like stop and turn around so like oh, yeah. you had missed me you're kind of gone and I'm like ah that's it cause like I'm ah, walking yeah. I'm just like seeing spots I'm like I mean that's a good place for a blowjob You could, pro- someone could probably fuck there I-, I walk the world like a film scout like right, a location right, right. scout like a location for, <laughs> for Hollywood where <laughs> right. I just go oh that's good for a detective thing yeah. and that's good for like an action movie yeah. and like that's where two people could fuck uh, yeah. like that's how I just view the world this it's is, like where you could this would be could...
1: a great place for, for exactly that yeah I'm still I trying to get
0: me Maiden Lane down in in Lower Manhattan. I just think it has a lot of potential.
1: It's it's you know some of those some of those alleys are quite good. I I, Crosby isn't so much anymore, but I could recommend that in the past. Um, There are a few you know you want you want the ones that look like they would only fit like a horse and buggy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Those are the lanes you want to. Have you you done have. Have you
0: done much public sex?
1: It's fun when it happens. I mean, I had sex like on the Staten Island Ferry and what. How'd you do that? If you go, if you go down, there's sort of like an engine room sort you of speak thing. Speak closer
0: to Mike. This is yeah. like the most you important just get thing. Get your
1: notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, on some of them, where they have that sort of lower level, and you're down near, you can go down near the. It's like it seems like an engine room type of thing. It's just it's like this big sort of metal corner, mm-hmm. and then there's edges around there. It's fun when it happens, but I'm not like necessarily. I don't have to have. I'm not um, compelled by having people see me.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. If it happens,
1: I, I'm fine. I don't care. It's like it, it's. I'm but not, not really
0: an exhibitionist. I'm not
1: immodest. I'm just not either a voyeur or mm. or an exhibitionist. Okay. <laughs> it just it just it doesn't it doesn't get me necessarily going. And I've and I've I've had sex in places where it's like obviously people can see but that's not the not the big turn on with something like that for mm-hmm. me it's just it's more like i'd like to have sex now and and,
0: <laughs> and this is where we are i know and and so in the same vein have you fucked at work before
1: in let me think
0: i can't imagine that had we had fucked in the garage that that would have been your first time doing that
1: I'm trying to, because you I'm seem like you think. seem
0: like a seasoned vet,
1: like a sli- carpe like diem, a very you know, veteran
0: yeah. slutty woman. Was like that was like my perception of you. Right. Was like, <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, this is what I could grow up to be.
1: Right, right. <laughs> I want to be like you. <laughs> um, I I don't um, see living and working in the city. It wasn't a necessity to have an in-office building fling. I mean, I, I did work in an office where plenty of people were having sex in the office,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which made it to me, it, then it sort of like sounded like, ugh.
0: Were people fucking that
1: Um, Not that I know of. Oh, okay. And not that anyone else seems to know of. I I had never heard of any specific coupling Damn. going on there. <laughs> um, it's, it's also just sort of like, I just... With with that, I just I just wanted to be back home in the city sure. and get away from get get over the bridge and like okay, um, but uh, yeah. So not 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 a tr- not a tremendous amount. I mean, I've had coworker crushes. I've heard sure. have hooked up with coworkers, but um, I mean, I would say decent a decent amount. Mm. But in terms of um, like. I mean, I can't think of a place there that would have really been great for a hookup.
0: I I agree. As someone who spent the several years there, always kind of scouting, scouting. Oh yeah, and I was always like, ah, the garage is probably the best bet, uh, right?
1: <laughs> but it, it, I mean, it,
0: it's. Uh, did you wait? Did was, you want to fuck me before that, though?
1: No, I just thought it would be a fun little, a little send off. Um, you know, I I enjoyed are uh, like the the kind of joking Mm -hmm. and and relationship that we had um who knows how how what would have happened if we if Mm -hmm. if this wasn't like a getting out of work in new jersey at
0: seven o'clock or whatever uh, you know that sort of thing um Mm -hmm. Remember that one time like iced tea and cocoa came and they oh, were yeah. all supposed to get dildos. I oh, yeah. never got my vibrator. She never Michelle. sent that
1: box. And I, and I'm still angry. I'm, I'm still a little ta- salty about this because remember she told us that cocoa pink was, she had had it just made just for her, mm-hmm. you know, and we're both March 17 babies. And I've chatted about that and the dogs, you know, cause my dog and their dogs have sniffed at the, uh, at Chelsea, P- Chelsea, uh, Pierce dog park. And, um, so I felt completely I'm, bonded here, you know, Law and Order, yeah, um, and uh, and nothing. And she We're, promised a giant box of dildos. Box she of promised dildos. us. She said sex toys uh, of every variety.
0: We are gonna tag her in the tweet for this episode and be like, "Where's our vibrators, where's, where's, where, Coco?" Yeah,
1: right. I wonder I if won't. she's still doing that or if that was just a. <laughs> thing i know one of the dogs is no longer there but
0: so so for you that that they would have it was more for like and it sounds similar to me like this would have been a very fun novelty right to do oh yeah uh with with a friend at work yeah
1: right exactly and that's and and that was well that is what i really enjoyed like like and that's why i feel like flirting because we usually when i feel like I'm um, flirting which is it just doesn't happen a lot. My boyfriend will tell you that I totally flirted with him
0: the night we met. But, um I mean, look, you texted I, me to get, I mean, get up out of my chair so to just, go fuck in the garage. You right, seem exactly. like a, like a forward, like a gal aggressive, on the go. alpha yeah. gal. Yeah.
1: I feel like flirting is when, you know, the girl talks to you at the bar all night and, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, Maybe gives you a number but doesn't pick up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think like flirting like, like a, like a, a verb just...
0: like that is yes. But to me, being flirty is mm-hmm. like almost a, just a vibe and aura. And I was yeah. like, well, yeah. Then we are very flirty people just in general. Yeah, right. But like, I don't know that. Like, I don't th- like. For example, like I didn't actively flirt with you, but like we are just two flirty people talking about pervy shit some some regular basis and having a good having yeah, a good laugh. You tell and, me, yeah, about exactly. Your threesome over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'll be and, like, and, tell, and, like tell, tell me more. Th- how was Sergio? Yeah,
1: yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) but that you know i mean that that like because to me flirting always just sounded like like the type of uh, type of woman that wasn't that does behaves in ways Mm. that i don't behave i just i don't i don't want to waste someone's time in a social setting if i if i feel that they're actually interested in me Mm -hmm. um i I, i can't be like with the banter and all that kind of stuff that's if somebody's actually think Thinking I'm either going to leave with them or I'm going to go out with them in the future. And that's not, you know, I can't just take them for the drink and mm. then, and then blow them off. I'd re- I can't, I just can't, I just cut it off sure. right there. That's, but that's, that's like more of a direction, directness rather than a, do I know how to flirt or whatever, uh, you know. I guess I know how to flirt, but I just it doesn't. It seems like an unintentional, uh, unnecessarily cruel way to waste some guy's evening if he's out looking for some some uh, you know someone to go home with, and I don't have any intention of it. And I'm just playing along. Sure. Uh, that's not fair. He, you him, can buy your go. own drinks. Yeah, I can buy my drinks. Let him find somebody that that will respond to that sort of like, oh, a free drink. Yeah, sure. <laughs> wow, nobody ever offered that before. What, unique. I mean, but, but, I mean, maybe that's why we kind of had such a good jokey and fun and chatty time Mm -hmm. working together. We, neither of us quite fit the mold. Neither of us were working our way up the ladder there. Um, You know, and I think, I think we had a a lot in common in in some ways there. And I think we both got each other. Um, And See, to me, that was sort of a, a special sort of um, I, that Talking with you like that was more what I would talk with maybe a friend or two rather than... You know your general coworkers, and mm. so I think that was why we got along so well. Was that mm. just that feeling? I know, and I yeah. really enjoyed enjoyed uh,
0: working with you. Yes, I enjoyed working and, with you and as well. just
1: chatting and such.
0: Yes, and, <laughs> and I enjoyed <laughs> taking your hand and following you and around a parking all garage. Around the
1: parking garage. Finding a place <laughs> to take my dick out with uh, that stupid <laughs> that stupid ceiling. Did stuff I get? Did like I get as far? Balls.
0: I think I did. I I think I got as far as my zipper no, being believe, undone
1: i believe there was a zippered yes there was
0: did my dick come out did you see my dick no I did okay not. yeah
1: I, I, I know i have to pay now to see
0: <laughs> <that>. well michelle <laughs> was uh was there anything else that you want to to chat about um, no, I Anything just I really, cover?
1: really enjoyed,
0: and hopefully, when we're out
1: of uh, this, these unfortunate and perilous times that we're in right now, we can go grab a drink together and uh, and and chat in in a real social setting at <laughs> where you know rather than this masky thing. <laughs> and yes, I'm wearing a Mets mask.
0: Yes, a Mets mask. Uh, hey, I, mm-hmm. I would say things, but I know, you know I'm a Jets fan, so
1: <laughs> that's the worst thing to be. I know that, that much I don't know my American <laughs> football, but I know that is true. Uh, thank you so much for thinking of me and and I'm sorry it took us so long to it's get okay. together to do this um, but I think I think it's a really interesting topic in terms of um, where does the friendship how <clears throat> how friendly is friendship
0: what's appropriate?
1: where does it cross a line? Mm-hmm. How do you know when you've crossed a line? And I mean, if you
0: are part of the C suite, it means you don't do that with anyone at work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but, but and and I feel like yeah, at a certain point you just got to go like, mm, sorry, got to pass that one up. I mm-hmm. love to, but uh, it's just not a good move. But um, I I I just thought that was the, that you being there was always a, made the day a little bit more fun, Aww. and and uh, and I appreciate that, and and just nice to have somebody to talk to about. When you when you share certain other things that you might not share with Michelle, I like the rest talking about office.
0: fucking with you too. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It is the manmore podcast. You can say that. exactly. Uh, it's fine.
1: <laughs> i it being polite.
0: I assume you uh, you're not plugging anything. Not at this moment. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes they're like, "You'll follow me on the Instagram." Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
1: No, I am not. Uh, I
0: Don't follow Michelle. That's my instruction at the it, end of the show. You just have episode. to
1: ask for an invite to follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, Michelle, uh, thank you so much for, for chatting with me. Thank and then you I so hope much. to see you again soon, Maskless.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for uh thank you for talking to me. And okay. can I just sing a no, teasing. No, sir. No, she's I she's don't, standing up I don't ceremoniously. I, I'm, and I'm, I'm like, now I'm not the same height as you know I'm standing up. <laughs> uh, no, I do not sing, so you don't have anything to worry about with that. But this was this was delightful and I really
0: enjoyed having a, a chat
1: with you. I think this um this was a fun afternoon. Yes. Thank you.
0: Why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody?
1: Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for joining my TED Talk.
0: If you enjoyed my conversation with my uh, my friend and former coworker, former former almost fucking at work partner. Michelle uh, we've got a bonus episode coming out tomorrow if you're curious about how she lives her love life her thoughts on relationships and what her monogamy versus non-monogamy situation is she has a bonus episode out tomorrow exclusively on patreon Uh, it joins uh, 200 other bonus episodes over there behind the paywall and you can gain access to that by becoming a member at patreon.com slash man whore podcast that's patreon p-a-t R E O N dot com slash man whore podcast. I'd love to know what you thought about this week's episode on the socials. Uh, if you want to tweet at me your anxieties about the election, I'm on Twitter at the Billy I'm shadow banned on Instagram at Billy is You got to type that whole thing out or I'm not going to show up. And if you want some sex-positive memes and man-whore podcast news, you should smash that like button on the Man Whore Podcast Facebook fan page. Uh, This message I got comes from Chris. Hi, Billy. It's actually Chris from The Peep Show. I am bisexual but shy about sharing stuff about my sex life online. That's why I lurk so much. However, I am a big big... Voyeur, so I like to watch people fuck and masturbate and all that stuff. And I sexed a lot, especially during this quarantine. And to be honest, I only got into the peep show because I think you are extremely hot. So I was curious about your OnlyFans page. Mm, Chris is not alone in being curious about what the man podcast guy is offering over there. My OnlyFans is free to follow at OnlyFans.com/slash. Call me Billy. I love chatting and flirting and sexing with so many of y'all it's way less creepy when you do it on OnlyFans uh, than on Instagram so thank you uh, and, and if you want to shoot me an email with your comments your questions your criticisms your anxieties about Tuesday uh, I am here to listen I am here for you uh, I'd love to hear from you you can shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com like I said up top I'm not going to tell you which way to do it. I'm just going to beg of you, please, vote. And if you have the option, vote early. And if you need more information on voting, visit IWillVote.com. I want you to flip the Senate and stay slutty.